Whether you're on the go with a summer vacation or decide to spend your free time with a staycation, the No-So's got you covered. Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC-Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, you know what that means, and Viewer's Choice. Or sit down and nerd out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? Welcome to the New Gen Mission Podcast from North South Connection. I'm Tim Slavka. I'm JP. Thanks for joining us again. As always, you're on the journey to live the new generation era. Find the best and the worst of the wrestling time period off. We got it. Brian Shaw on Survivor Series 92 to Brian Shaw on Survivor Series 97. Look beyond just the pay-per-views. Examine the weekly TV. See what worked, what could have worked, what failed. JP, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Just getting uh, geared up to go on vacation here tomorrow, so... Yep, summertime. I'm myself mentally prepared for that with Shane Hart. Yeah, summertime's coming to an end. I just got my daughter's uh, back to school list and everything, so it's kind of getting to the end, middle middle of July here, and uh, you know, sad to, sad to kind of see summer coming to an end. Uh, but that means football season. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what, when does school start back up there? Because school starts in like two weeks down here, two, two uh, and a half weeks. I that's think. crazy because it's so hot. Why would you guys go so early? We go, yeah. uh, we don't start till, uh, like August 22nd. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, public, Ours is August 10th. And the public school starts, uh, they used to start the day after Labor Day. They moved it up to like August 28th or 29th, but yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the advantage. Like when, when you see all these lists of, uh, NFL players from Florida. Yeah, it's because we start we start high school football in the middle in like the beginning of August and they're all killing each other out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, we that was it. I think I had a game before like when I played high school football. I mean, on the when I played you know on the bench, but uh, I'm pretty sure we had a game. Before, I'm pretty sure we had a game before school started too. But it's like yeah, pretty, right. pretty, pretty good. And then you go to college and it's like middle of April or August. You start, exactly. So, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I, I like it. I'm gonna start later. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, you guys are in a different spot because it's so effing hot all summer oh, long. <laughs> but it takes a while. Like now, it's the the prime of summer where it's like super hot, long days. So it's the time you don't want to be worrying about school. So well, and in Florida, it rains for thirty minutes, and you walk outside, and it's humid as hell. It's like oh, it's the worst. All right, should we move on to Raw then? Yes, sir. All right, so we got uh, a fun, a fun raw, and su- we're gonna do a, a shorter summer edition this time. Uh, just one raw, and one superstars. Uh, just kind of keep the the ball moving while the summertime's going. So uh, we're gonna go to uh, a raw in five two. This was taped a few days before on April twenty sixth. So kind of interesting they taped this, but uh, we got Macho Man and Vince uh, on the commentary. I love Macho Man, man. He's just great. I, I just such a waste. Uh, he brings so much energy. You can actually tell Vince kind of likes working with him as well. Um, and so, a, a really, uh, I think a fun, 
uh, a fun combo they have there because Vince is just smiling when they're talking the ILA, you know, getting pumped things up. It's a really, really good comp, uh, com- compliment to each other. Uh, even if Macho's man's commentary sometimes ecstatic. So, um, I don't know if you have anything else to add for the start. Yeah, of the no, it's a big tag team match. No, I I definitely agree with that. Like I think like like there there's always been you know the the Stephanie rumors is why you know Savage never came back. But I kind of do believe that Vince was really hurt with Savage leaving because like he looked at Savage as like the ambassador of the WWF, like and, and he's just like the face of it. Like you know as much as like we've documented like he's still good in the ring and belongs in the ring he still is a great like just face for the company um and and to echo what you said vince just like is ecstatic doing commentary with him and he just looks like he's having so much fun and even though he's probably like you know in the middle of fighting for his business right now so yeah that, that is a good observation all right do you want me to get the match, so, the big match or you want to get yeah it? yeah you can go ahead. All right, so we got we got the tag this 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 dra- this drama that no one cared about or asked for. But we got the head shrinkers versus Quebecers, uh, with Captain Lou coming out with the head shrinkers. Uh, I thought they looked really solid early on in the match. Uh, the crowd is definitely amped for this episode too. It's kind of a different looking arena with the way the balcony kind of overhangs. So uh, I think there's a lot more energy in the crowd just because the way it's set up. Uh, so I think five minutes in, the Quebecers are. Dominating the, the or sorry, the head shrinkers dominating the Quebecers, and the, the classic move of the head shrinkers or Quebecers just decide to leave. Uh, and out of nowhere, the referee announces that or goes to think and says, if they don't return, they're going to lose their titles. Which again doesn't make sense why they would just be all of a sudden brought up to it. But they do a ten count. The crowd absolutely goes nuts for this ten count, and they barely get in. Like it is a a chance for them to get in, but but the crowd just absolutely eats up the possibility the Quebecers are going to lose their title. So it's a a great move, right, to to do that. But it's just silly from like a legal standpoint. Uh, Quebecers then actually take over once they get back in the ring. Actually take over the match. Uh, do a lot of double teaming, a lot of you know ta- going in without doing the tags. Classic tag team, you know, staples of the early eighty end of early nineties uh, end of eighties. Uh, and then it's kind of funny. I had this note that. <laughs> Uh, Jack nails Fatu into the heads or into the stairs with his head, and yet Fatu gets hurt from it. Like I thought they were supposed to be in <laughs> pain on their head, so not really right. leaving the thing again. Uh, then he does a pile driver again. My next note is why is this working? Uh, the pier like double the the pier drop his body on the head shrinkers is just a crazy move. Like he's a big man coming up from way high and kind of flipping his body like that has to hurt. Uh, and then Ash kind of runs out of. Runs out of steam when uh, Polo gets out of the ring. Captain Lou grabs him, and they, they really start, like we kind of talked about this feud. It really seems like they're setting up a Polo versus Lou Albano feud, which nobody wants. Uh, but as that's kind of going, Ref loses controls. The Quebecers get in the ring. Pierre accidentally nails Jock, and then Jock does it for real. So we got this back and forth. The crowd is going nuts for this as the Quebecers are kind of breaking up. Fatu, uh, Fatu gets the big splash, and they win. Uh, I kind of also know that Fatu's butt seemed to grow two sizes, so it really gave the splash uh, an extra thing. They get fireworks. <laughs> the crowd is absolutely nuts for this, and uh, a big, a big tight team title change. Uh, a fun little match with all your kind of state, your uh, tropes of tag team wrestling: the breakup, the leaving before the ten count, the uh, you know cheating, the manager getting involved, like kind of all your basic tropes. But it was a fun match. I think the crowd energy was great for it. Uh, and again, maybe something I don't understand why they went. 
Heimstrickers here versus Quebecers, but uh, a fun moment. I think if you're that at that taping, it's an awesome, awesome moments. Yeah, I think like as a moment, it's great. Um, I agree with the whole count out crap. Like that's so dumb. Like it just, it just like doesn't make any sense. Like why all of a sudden is that a DQ? Like or or a title change? I mean, just doesn't make any sense. Um, I think kind of like. The Head Shrinkers is a babyface team. The only problem is, like, what if you look at like the landscape? What heels do they have to work with outside of like the heavenly bodies who aren't even always there? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't even know any other heel tag teams right now, at least. Like, so that kind of is weird. Like, maybe I'm just forgetting somebody, but yeah, um, I just yeah, can't but, think. I can't think you, of another team. Do you know who they fight? The Head Shrinkers fight next at the at the. Uh, Jesus, at uh, King of the Ring, do you even know who they fight or no? Have you not looked at No, that? no. So you, I that, you, once you figure that, like, your point's a great point, because that's exactly it. They have to get desperate for tag teams along the way. Oh, like, uh, okay. So I know I know it's like um, Diesel and Sean, like, later on and stuff. But yeah. Like, no, the or, next. Or whatever, but. Everyone challenging them for the title. Yeah, it's just. Eight together tag teams, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that, so that yeah, that's that's my thing. It's like there's one solid heel team right now and it's like you have to have at least a couple in the chamber um if you're going to do this kind of switch but um the crowd was really hot for the win which is pretty cool too but Lou Albano just doesn't need to be there like he just doesn't fit at all with the head shrinkers right um this whole like like Yoko has two managers now the head shrinkers have two managers it's kind of weird um but yeah, all in all, a good title win and, and you know something for the history books, a, a fun little match. So it was pretty cool. Um, from there, we get a King of the Ring update, which I always love. For some reason, I love the King of the Ring updates more than like any other pay per view. Um, like you know, Taz running down like the rules with the brackets and everything, just kind of giving a layout so far of uh, what the King of the Ring is because it's only the second pay per view King of the Ring, so it's still kind of fresh. But, you know, the, the pay-per-view updates are always cool and everything, like the Rumble, WrestleMania, for some reason. I don't know if it's because it was, like, so short-lived. The King of the Ring just always stands out for me. So I thought that this was, like, really hit me in the nostalgic feelings, you know. Um, and then we get uh, Chief J Strongboy, Strongbow uh, joins Vince to update on Tatanka. He, he uses the line, our people, so that's good coming from an Italian. That, uh, <laughs> the natives are our people. Just kind of talks about IRS disgrace and Tatanka and everything. So, um, and that kind of leads into uh, Tatanka, a Tatanka squash match. And Tatanka's like really amped up. I'm, I'm really like, he just, I don't know. He doesn't get. Maybe he is in the, in the right spot. Maybe he is like the IRS and Razor like mid card guy. But he is so over and just such a good character. Um, so he's working the match and. IRS calls in and says, like, Tatanka owes the gift tax on the, on the headdress and everything. So that's kind of cool that he's kind of keeping that, you know, shtick going still. And it's a little bit of a longer squash. And, you know, I guess they had to fit the call in and everything to kind of keep the storyline going. Um, and then, like, Strongbow watches on, like, all intently and everything. So, like, he's playing a role in Tatanka's uh, progression still. So Tatanka wins uh, pretty easily there in a squash. Um, did you have anything to add on that? Well, I want to uh, mention the King of the Ring. They mentioned that Art Donovan is going to be commentary. So, oh, yeah. Just to know, he has two months 
to prep for a King of the Ring. And I really hope he puts the time in. I really, I just really hope he puts his time in properly. Oh, he'll be prepared. So, yeah, he'll I would have thought that was like day, I would have thought that was like day off, right? If you, yeah. if you would have asked me, like, they must have pulled him off the street. No, they told two months before that he is going to commentate on this pay-per-view. So I, I couldn't believe that when they said, I rewound and said, wait, he literally said he's going to be doing commentary. So he had two months to prep. Let's see what he what he learns. Yeah, he's, he's like the he's like the Uncle Leo of the WWF. Like when you get, but I'm an old man. Like, I'm an old man. Just, yeah. you know, he forgets everything. So yeah, and then um, exactly, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, well, I just want to add to Tonka. They had, when they had Chief J Strongo, I think that adds to him. And then my next note is just Tonka with huge huge pops to kind of play off of Chief J Strongo's like somberness to it. Like he came out was like real treated serious, whereas Tonka was right. much fire. So. I like that uh, so far. So, yeah, you go? I think and, you should Okay, and Tatanka is just like, like he's somebody that just, he's like a plug and play guy right now. Like yeah. he's always over with the crowd no matter what. So it's pretty good there. Um, next we get uh, an addition of King's Court with Diesel. So um, Diesel just on his own this time of note here. So no yep. Sean with them. Um, King calls out Piper's pit to begin, like, throwing shots at Piper, saying uh, his father wanted a boy and his mother got a girl, and they're both happy, so kind of, you know, shitting on Piper there. He also shits on Razor. So he's just, like, weaving all these things out here. Um, King calls him a cool daddy at one point, <laughs> and Diesel has to, like, correct him and say big daddy cool. Yeah, you know, cool. got yep. that, yep. that yep. marketing in there. So... One thing I was thinking too is Diesel is this big heel bodyguard. Isn't Big Daddy Cool like a like a babyface name? Like is it? Oh, definitely. Like, yep. He's try, trying to be cool, you know. Like I don't know. He's, he's playing the cool role, even though he's doing the shouting and stuff. Still, it's I guess they're trying to kind of tease him as a babyface. Um, it says Razor wasn't bad enough as a bad guy. Um, it says he'll go after the world title now. I still don't like this. I just don't like the rush of, of yep. you just want, it like it really undermines the IC title too. So it's like, you know, I got this title. Um, I'm not even worrying about defending it. I want to go after the world title. Like, why not just you've pushed guys to the world title before, you know, without winning the IC title? Why not leave that on Razor and have Razor and Sean continue or something? I don't know. I just I feel like this is a monster push, and I don't I don't feel he's anywhere near ready. Um, he'll get there. He'll get to be a, a, a decent, you know, top level star. Like not, he'll never get there in ring. But um, as far as like charisma and stuff goes, he'll get there. But I don't know. It just feels really yeah, rushed. It makes no sense. Right, and and you know at the end he kind of just like lays down the challenge to Brett. So not convincing either. Like Diesel's the cool guy, like, as we know. Kevin Nash is a cool guy. He's like. This whole, like, trying to be threatening and menacing while he is big, um, he's just not ready. And it, it, it just really feels rushed and kind of out of left field, in my opinion. I just want to say on that, I meant to text you, but uh, I go to a golf trip every July, and my buddy always gives me a new shirt. That's how I have so many IRS shirts. And this year, right. he, gave me the, he gave me the Big Daddy Cool uh, Diesel shirt. Oh, so nice. I should, uh, so I might have to be sending that down to Florida for you. But uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't think you like Diesel. I'm like, yes, I love him. He's the fa- he's my favorite. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you've clearly never listened to my podcast. Yeah, you've never, yeah, clearly asked. So. <laughs> but a free shirt, I'll take it. So. Uh, right. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it's weird that he's, he's, he actually does okay talking. 
Like, I thought he was pretty mm-hmm. decent in the talking, given he hasn't really had a speaking role up to date. So I thought that was pretty good by him. Uh, at least speaking role in WWF, I should say. But I thought he did pretty well in that. Uh, but it is kind of weird. But, they, you know, clearly they're setting up two feuds here. Piper versus Lawler and Brett versus Diesel. Um, yeah, and what do you think about him being out there without Sean? Like, do you think it was pushing Sean to the side right now? I, I think they're trying to, whatever, for whatever reason, trying to really move Diesel up the card. I don't know right. what why the reason it is. Uh, I, I guess they just didn't have something ready for Brett. Like, they obviously for King of the Ring wanted, didn't want the Owen feud to end, right? There's an obvious reason they uh, want Owen to be in the King of the Ring and not fight Brett yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess they just right. didn't have anyone ready. Uh, you know, there's no, this kind of the age before rematches, right? I mean, there's not, like, later on, right, Backlash would just have the rematch of the title match. So they're not into that that much. Like, I can't even think of the last rematch for a title uh, if ever, to date. But he hasn't, like... But he hasn't like, heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't why know couldn't fight Sean right now, though? Why can't yeah. Sean challenge for the belt? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I don't I don't understand why it has to be Diesel. Um, yeah. You know, it's... Just, it's And then, like, he's the accessory to Sean, and he's already superseded Sean. Like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. No, I, I, weird I, I, totally, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Like, I, I don't disagree with you at all. It's just... Um, I just don't know they had anyone else and probably right. just trying to build another another face or sorry, heel well, to take him out. And yeah. it's the size thing too. Like he loves the size. So. Yeah. All right. So then we go to, uh, can I get the last match? So then we got, yeah, yeah. He, he defeats two jobbers in a handicap match. Pretty dominant. He gets the bonds. drop again. This is classic. Yoko. They just looking bigger and bigger. Uh, but out of nowhere, uh, earthquake comes out and starts taking him out. I thought this is an awesome, uh, showdown. Mm-hmm. Earthquake is so sweaty. I put so yeah, sweaty from a one minute too. from a one minute run. I mean, yeah. He's just pouring. Yeah. So they do it post the uh, kind of confrontation. They do an interview, and Earthquake does his classic jumping up and down and shouting and screaming. But he's just pissing sweat like IRS does. Uh, fun fun moment just for Yoko <laughs> to give him some strength after kind of losing at Mania. The looking strong versus the Jobbers, which I think he's the best at. Right? There's guys like like him, Sid. They're great. Uh, Steiners are great at the jobber matches. Like, he's great at this. Uh, and then the the Earthquake uh, thing looked awesome. So uh, this is a pretty cool showdown. I don't know if you have anything to add. Well, I just I just had in my notes, could you imagine if uh, Fitbits ex- existed in 1994? <laughs> earthquake would be off the fucking charts right now. Yeah, he was dying. He was dying. He was looking good, though, for one minute <laughs> right. of work. Uh, and they did mention that it's going to be a sumo match. Like he said, it'll take him. Like well, I said, it'll take him on to anything, right? A wrestling match, a sumo right. match. Right. To kind of set up that it's, it might be something different. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. A pretty fun yeah. big guy challenge. At least, at least, like they're giving something to Yoko too. So I'm, I'm invested in that. Yep. All right, then. Uh, you want to start with superstars or anything else to add for yep. Raw? Yep. All right. Yep, so we move, move to the five. Move on. Five, seven, yeah, five, seven superstars uh, taped way back in the early April. So, again, a little bit stale, but I think we're going to have some fun with the King of the Ring qualifying coming up. So why don't you get the the first match? Yeah, so we start out with our first. This is our very first King of the Ring qualifier, right? Yes. It's our very first match. Yep. So we have uh, Scott Steiner versus IRS. Again, totally thought the Steiners would be out of the company by now, but that's uh, clearly not the case. Um, IRS comes out like with no music as usual and calls Vince a tax evader, which is really fun. Like, like to involve Vince in that. It's awesome, well, he, especially. Can I, can yeah. I add that too? Yeah. He, he had a top three 
I don't know if you have the, I don't know if you saw the top three. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. He showed a little kid too, which is amazing. Yeah. It was Tatanka, so right? It's Tatanka, yep. yeah. But that got yeah. massive heats. Ragging on the kid like all the Titan Tron. It was awesome. Like he, this guy is. Uh, it's my next note. Like, this guy is gold. Like he's just a, a thrill every time he comes out there. And I, I, I still am like mystified that I like IRS right now. I just never would have saw it. Um, never, just never would. That's like the biggest shock right now. Um, what I really loved about this match though is like Steiner is a, Scott Steiner is a single. Like he's on fire early, tossing him around. Like he's looking so good. Um, IRS just bumping all over the place for him, and like he, re- I like you see why. Um, I don't know if it was the '93 Rumble or the '90. It had to be the '94 Rumble. Like there was like talks of wanting Scott Steiner to win the Rumble, yep. and like Vince was in love with Scott Steiner, and you could see like him as a single, but you know he was just loyal to his brother, and I get that. But um, there's lots of good banter too between like Lawler and Vince here, like. Even though Vincent, uh, like, is really happy with Macho and everything, he does work good with Lawler as well, because Lawler just knows how to be, like, the, the typical, you know, cheap dad joke heel. So yep. it just really works in this era. Um, especially being, like, you know, PG and everything, he's pretty good with that. Um, IRS tries to pin Scott a few times while holding the ropes until he ultimately, like, achieves it. It wins, and then Rick comes out and explains what happened now, and uh, and Enraged Tataka comes out, and IRS is, like, trapped, and then he escapes to the crowd, which is, like, awesome. Like, you don't see that kind of stuff in this era, so, like, IRS running through the crowd, surprise as hell that Rick just coming down and saying how the ropes didn't overturn it. Like, usually that's what, <laughs> what happens, so... Yep. Um, IRS's victory stands right now, and he advances in the King of the Ring in a, in a pretty solid match, too, and that like I, I did not expect this to be as as good as it was, and it really held up. Yeah, I wasn't as big a fan of the match. I, I, we've been loving IRS, like you said, the mm-hmm. top three tax cheats, massive heat for that. Uh, Scott Sander actually did the abdominal stretch. Actually, was holding the rope, so like a little. I don't know if they were trying to make him a heel a little bit, maybe trying to get him to break up with Scott or uh, Rick. Um, right. But uh, you know that IRS does the legs on the even legs on the ropes. Like you mentioned, Rick comes out. Crazy that the ref doesn't overturn it. It's also funny because the lights go out during that time frame too. Uh, as kind of right. uh, I also mentioned that IRS is a hot, sweaty match. I, I thought it was a pretty boring, a bo- more boring matches, more classic like IRS. You think of like kind of a little bit of stale match, you know, the headlocks, the domino stretches, but the heat at the beginning and then the heat at the end when Tataka comes out. He, Tataka plays this great. Like he is getting like he, he does. He's really fighting through the refs. Like, at any time he kind of beats them, he kind of falls down or something like that to really make it seem like he's he's crawling after them. And I love the escape through the crowd. What an awesome idea. Shock they don't do, like, that type of stuff more. It's, like, so simple, and the crowd is so nuts for it. And uh, I think it's the first time we've ever kind of seen that. Like, I don't think – even, so. like, 80s. Even, like, 80s, I don't think that ever really happened. Right. So, awesome – Awesome moments there. Uh, I, I, well, the match is like such a chicken shit. It makes it yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, and, and the and the crowd gets to see them like up close, and it's just awesome. They're just going nuts for the whole thing. Yeah, they're they're all looking around and they're making noise. Like I just, it's so simple to me, and I I really like it. Uh, I'm gonna move on to then uh, the King of the Ring highlights. I just want to bring up that we have the announcement that King uh, versus Rowdy Rowdy Piper is gonna happen. So yes. out of nowhere. Uh, it's really crazy. They go to Piper, uh, that he's in a movie th- set. He seems like distracted by this. Like he's not really in ring or anything. Right. Uh, uh, so I, I thought it was kind of disappointing. 
uh, and Piper, like, I don't think he was his best promo, but it probably wasn't filmed the best either. It was like in his trailer. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was, it was okay. But, uh, the big, big announcement there could be like a cool match, like in theory. And they've been at least definitely King's been trading great problems with him. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see that. Uh, we get one, two, three kid coming out the guest announcer, standard squash. Nothing really to talk about. And then we get highlights, uh, two highlights. Uh, from one from the WrestleMania Revenge Tour, uh, where Million Dollar Man brings out his new purchase, Nikolai Volkov. I mean, I, I don't get this at all. Why did right. they spent so much money and time on Nikolai? But yeah. puts over the character of DiBiase that he's going to be a guy looking out. He kind of, I think he mentions that he's going to be looking out for more talents. So I kind of like that, uh, you know, standpoint. Like, hey, this isn't my only thing. But he just degrades Nikolai. Uh, it makes no sense. No one cares about Nikolai. I don't know if we'll see him much at all, uh, besides just being a henchman, like in the in the background. Uh, so it really makes no sense. But a pretty, uh, you know, beginning of the corporation. We'll see what happens of it. But you know, kind of a big deal for what's going to happen in ninety four, ninety five. Um, yeah. Then, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. So, yeah. so I always thought this this like specific period is so weird that. It's the very, like, hard push of the new generation era, but then they also want to main event a pay-per-view with Lawler versus Piper. Um, D- like, guys from the 80s, like DiBiase and Volkoff and IRS are, like, main focuses of the show. Uh, so I think they're, like, they they want to go full in on this main or new generation era and call it, like, the young guys and everything, but they're, like, only half pregnant right now. It's, like, it's weird, like... like I get the mixing the, the older guys in, but then like to have like I love Lawler, he's one of my favorites of all time, but to have those two like in your like top match of maybe not the main event, but a top match of the pay per view just seems really weird, uh, during this era, you know? Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's definitely a weird weird setup that no one really cares. Uh, no one wanted this and it, we'll right. see if it we'll see if it gains any steam uh going forward. And, and Piper's just not into it either. Like you said, like in the interview, he can, is really lame. Like he's, uh, he talks about like the charity stuff, like fighting for the charity. And I don't know. He just doesn't feel like he's into it. Like it's not a vicious kind of like all over the place Piper promo like usual. So I don't know. Yep. Agreed. His side of it, I'm not feeling it. So, um, we then get like clips of, uh, Owen versus Mo, like the last yep. event Owen attacks him after the match with the sharpshooter, um, which kind of leads into Owen, Owen's squash match. He looks vicious in this. Like, I love this direction of this character. Um, pretty fun squash, like, for Owen, like, after the mac- match, he attacks him. So it's kind of his gimmick too that he's going crazy after the match and he puts the Brett sunglasses on him. So it's a nice little touch there. Um, then we get like the, another live event news, like this thing where they go, like, you know, to, they show like house mat or house show footage and they're doing like the Quebecers are doing like a dunk context at <laughs> yep. the Pacers game, which is like, like the Quebecers at an Indiana Pacers game, like whatever. Who signed that up? Yeah. Who came that. up with that? Yep. Right. Like, what the hell? Um, then they, they show like Brett retaining his title too. So just a few little clips from the house show. I think that's a, that's a good touch to kind of get people in like, you know, the house show business was probably terrible at this time. So they're probably, you know, doing anything they can to drop, drive that business 
um, going forward. So pretty good thinking on their part, I would, I would say. Yep. Agreed. Um, then they also, uh, recap the head shrinkers running the belts and, uh, we get a, a quick squash from Lex Luger against, uh, Barry Hardy. The only reason I mentioned him is because he got some sick, uh, blue tiger stripes on his tights. Um, he wins with the torture rack and then like does these like flexes and stuff in the dark, which was kind of weird. Um, I just, I don't, I, I put my notes. I wonder if they're now, I wonder if they're just like out of ideas for Lex as far as like the main event picture is concerned. Like I, I feel like they're just, you know, yep. over agreed. him right now. Yep. Agreed. I, uh, the, uh, Poor Mo getting squashed. Uh, there were, or in the Owen match, there was also huge We Want Brett chance, which is awesome. Yep. So clearly getting over the crowd yep. wants to see Owen versus Brett. So that's, that's great. And then, uh, and the same note about the, the slam dunk contest makes like no sense. But also in there, Owen Hart had this awesome blue tracksuit that he wore, uh, walking around backstage. Oh, yeah. So that, that was great. And then for Luger, they show, uh, they also have this like logo. That like made in the USA where they like cattle prod stamp it on the thing. They like love doing this with him right now. So I don't know what what's going on with him, but uh, clearly directionless. And then uh, you want me to get the last match, or you want to get it? Yeah, I think it's, no, you got to get it. It's your guy. No, you got to get it. It's your guy. Oh, and they, and they show yeah, highlights say, of my favorite uh, thing ever. Right. So the, it is <laughs> Double J with a uh, quick squash, and they do show the highlights of the <laughs> joint dressed up as Doink, where he's just. You know, all the, the, what's the, what's the silly string and yeah. pie face and everything. It's just so awesome. Like, the baby giggles again, so much. If, if, if no one has seen that, I like, it's one of the best segments we've covered in this, you know, late 92 until now. It's seriously one of the best segments. Like, if, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Um, it's Jared at his best, like, straight up Memphis. It's such a Memphis angle, too. Like, yeah. where they would, you know, tar and feather people and throw powder on their face. Like, it just fits that same mold. So, such good stuff. Um, then he wins with a quick squash. And then also, to close out the show, we get, like, these uh, Undertaker sightings, and this one was at a daycare this time, so <laughs> pretty pretty hokey. It's so um, stupid. Pretty, you know, like, the, they just keep, like, so all of a sudden, like, the whole world knows who Undertaker is. Like, everybody... Knows why is he, exactly what it looks like and everything. Why is he he's a just like, <laughs> right? He's like Carlos San Diego and around the whole fucking world too. Like, like where is it? How does this guy like everywhere now? Like every town they're in, he just hits up a daycare. Like that's some like seven WCW seven like child predator shit. Yeah, why he's showing up at a daycare, the Undertaker. It's kind of weird, but yeah, it's a. It's, we'll dying. we'll see it hits its uh, crescendo in a couple months. So yeah, I thought I think it's so funny. It's so stupid. I did look up when uh, we talked last week. He so he Undertaker actually is in action in Japan. So I wonder if I that's why they bring uh, this angle in is because like they want to say okay he's around to kind of explain why he's right. you know might be you know international TV. But it is so silly. Like does Undertaker have a kid basically, or is he just creeping on? Creepy <laughs> this is the creepiest one. And the sub one from last time was right. so funny. It's like, oh yeah, he's getting a sub. It's like, alright. Yeah. Never seen him eat ever. Now he's just <laughs> snacking on a, you know, foot long. So really, really exactly. weird. So. Alright, alright. Anything else from these two episodes? I think we covered a lot of it. I think we did a pretty good job. No. I, don't I think, think we're good. <laughs> I'm good. 
Uh, all right, so let's go to quick, uh, quick some awards for uh, this week, uh, which is also episode fifty. So uh, crazy, we kind of been moving along really oh, well. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of filling it out last week. I'm like, man, we're already at fifty. So great stuff. Uh, let's most you know shorter, but we'll we'll find some ways for awards. But most new gen outfits. Uh, I made a note of it, so I guess I got to give it to him. I'm, this is you know unheard of, but I'm gonna give it to Barry Hardy with the Barry Hardy the Tiger yep. Stripes. Yep, and I'm gonna go uh, with uh, Barry Hardy as a ridiculous looking man too. He's yeah, he's, he's rough did. on the eyes. Right. Uh, oh, 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 just track suits. Uh, nice. That's all blues. I know it came around for one second, but if I took a note for it, you know that's good. Uh, right. Performer for the weekend. Uh, overall, I mean. Owen got me going pretty good, but I, I I'm gonna have to give it to Scott Steiner actually because I, I was really liking how he was in the singles role. I'm gonna, give it to I'm gonna earthquake. I thought the earthquake uh, Yoko food nice. looks cool. So uh, worst match this one might be tough. I, there wasn't too much bad. Uh, I would just go with a segment. I, I think I would go with the Piper interview. Like it just okay. was not. Yep. I'll just like say it actively made me not interested in him. So. Yep. All right. Uh, best match or segments? Uh, I'll go with the head shrinkers winning the belts. Yep. Uh, I'll actually do since you did that. I'm gonna go IRS to the crowd. I thought that was such a cool idea. Okay, the crowd cool. was going nuts for. Yeah. Uh, anyone Good stock call. up? Stock up. Um, I don't know about stock. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'll go since I picked him as a, as a performer. I'm gonna go with Scott Steiner as a as a single, even though it probably won't happen. But I'll just go with him. All right, I'll go. I'm gonna go Art Donovan, given that he has two months to uh, work on his pay per view <laughs> skills. So we'll see if he actually right. comes through. Anyone stock down? <laughs> uh, uh, stock down. I'm just gonna go with Piper. Like he's yeah. when. Waller's one of my all-time favorites, and you do not have me invested in his match. It's it's his fault. So it's I'm his gonna fault. Go I, I'll definitely, yep. And then I'll, I'm going to go uh, Quebecers, mostly because I think it's just kind of the end of the run. I don't know if we'll see them more, yeah. but kind of disappointing to kind of just see them go out like that. Again, like you said, there's no heels to even, like, challenge them. So kind right. of disappointing that they're, they're going to head out the door. So uh, fun 50th episode. Fun to kind of get in the King of Ring. I know we only got one match in, but they announced. I wrote it down. I forgot to write it down. But there's a at Superstars. They announced another King of the Ring qualifying match. So we're going to get a, a lot of them coming fast and heavy. We've already got one match. You know, Piper Blather. We got uh, Diesel charging Brett. So I think fun little next couple of weeks that we got coming up uh, over the summer here for the King of the Ring '94. So I don't know if you have anything else to add. Yeah, I just want to say like the the King of the Ring. Like, the qualifying matches really do just add to the, the weekly TV shows. Like, you know, even, like, as a kid, like, you wake up, you watch, like, Superstars and stuff, and it just felt, like, even though it was, a lot of times it was, like, not their best match, it just felt awesome, like, seeing, like, a, a qualifying match for some reason. So, it's going to be pretty fun to watch that go on forward. Yep, I agree. Uh, it should be fun. I think qualifying is just add to it, right? Like, it just adds to the right. Uh, as to the, the entry in, and I think 
this year and probably next year we're going to get some of these like doink and qualifying to, you know matches which is going to be funny as well um, at least in my opinion so so these more yeah. jobbers you know man, uh, something like Mantar and things like that taking their qualifying matches so will be fun to kind of watch these as we come about like even South Sider I would have never thought he was in the King of the Ring you know uh, right right the King of the Ring tournament itself Brackets, yeah. So, all right, we'll see you everyone in two weeks. Have a great uh, rest of the week. Thanks for listening to Review on North South Connection. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, everyone. You can try to run, but you can never hide.